Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. That could only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here in your 24-7 home of the black and gold. I'm Wesley Euler. He's Arthur Motes. This is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. And we have a schedule for the 2022 season. But you should already know all of that by now. Anything else? Any questions, comments, concerns? Or reactions, feel free to get at us on the Twitter.com at Wesley Euler at DaBody52. I'll tease the possibility of phone lines later on in the show as well. We'll see. But you guys know you can always get at us on Twitter. That is the easiest way to get involved. A lot of schedule talk today. Obviously, we will catch up with our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. About uh, 57 minutes or so from now, Mr. Backer will join us in our final segment of the day. I believe I don't want to uh, get this wrong here. You never I, get it wrong. But I believe that Mr. Backer is down on the south side right now for rookie minicamp day number one. Oh, hey, hey, hey. So we'll touch on the schedule. We'll talk a little rookie minicamp, all the happenings with our guy on the ground, Mr. Brian Backo. Arthur Motes, it's a Friday. The sun is shining. We've got a schedule. We've got good weather. We've got a big hockey game in Pittsburgh tonight. It's all happening. Arthur Motes, how we feeling? A cousin. Well, it's a beautiful day, man. I got a chance to sit outside this morning, man. Get my, you know, you got to get you get your mind, get your show prepping. Got to get your mind where it needs to be. Your show prepping, all that good stuff. So it was a glorious start to the day, big fella. But then I came in here and I had a little bit of a uh, issue. Uh oh. So I'm accustomed to looking at my schedule, in terms of the Steelers' full schedule, without having to like scroll up and down because it's usually, you know, just 16 games. It's true. It's different now. Yeah, this extra game one thing, man, it's kind of throwing off my OCD here. I'm like, bro, I can't get all 17 games to fit on my screen without having to alter it. And I'm just, <laughs> it was really bothering me. So you know what's funny? <laughs> like, everyone ages in their own way, right? <laughs> yeah. But I think one thing that everybody has in common, they uh-huh. reach that point where you're like where you and I are, like early to mid-30s, <laughs> where you just... Change to a certain, hey, a certain, certain change, things, bro. just but like I, I completely embrace some change. Right. I completely hate other change. One hundred percent, bro. And something like that. I'm remember, over here, like I just, I, I'm like, oh man, I need to see all the games, but they won't fit. I gotta scroll up, even though it's only like a half a scroll. It's just the principle that I have to scroll it, up. Like, come on. It annoys me that I can't say quarters of the season anymore. You know, four oh, games isn't a quarter of the season. You're right. Eight games isn't half the season. Three, 
I forgot because about not, that. It's, it's You're not, right. You know, it's not yeah. divisible by four. It's not four divided by 16, or yeah. 16 divided by four anymore. You're absolutely right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. And now we have, we've gotten uh, all the old man yells at cloud moments. Yeah, but other than that, man, it's a great day, man. Out of us It's now, Friday the 13th. Day. You know I love Friday the 13th. It's always like spooky when it's on Friday the 13th, oh, it's going to be spooky on this yes, Friday indeed. the 13th. Yes, indeed, man. So I'm definitely excited about it, man. But more importantly, man, I'm looking at this schedule, and I mean, how could we not be excited mm-hmm. about it? We got marquee matchups. We got great opportunities mm-hmm. on back-to-back weeks. Little prime tizzy, oop-wee. Mm-hmm. Little holiday specials, oop-wee. You know? So I'm definitely enjoying that, man. I am excited about the way that the schedule played out. Few, mm-hmm. few just initial observations. Okay, I'm gonna be brutally honest with everybody. The first time, time on time, you weren't brutally honest before. Fair point. You be lying to me every once in a while. Now that I think about it, I'd be lying. Because <laughs> if you know it's one thing about this show, we always tell the truth. That we're fact, we're fact based, we're fact based as well too, yeah. right? Um, the when when, I, when eight o'clock rolled around last night, uh-huh. the first two things that I was looking for. Uh oh, here we go, folks. I'm nothing if not honest. I'm here also nothing if not selfish. Here we go. The first thing was I was just hoping the Steelers didn't play on Christmas. I was just hoping the Steelers didn't Fair. play on Christmas. All right, Fair it's enough. not my daughter's. Not going to be my daughter's first Christmas, but it's going to be her first. She was born in October, <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be the first really fun Christmas with her being able to enjoy it. I just, I, you call me whatever you want to call me. I didn't want to have to work on Christmas. All from right, a, from a person who's worked multiple Christmases, I'm with you. Working on Christmas sucks, especially when you have little ones. Absolutely, bro. Last year, I had game days off. Yeah. Yeah, your boy got a little bit of a promotion. Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shout out, shout out. I will not have game days off anymore. (sighs) I'll be part of the broadcast crew on DVD. You'll hear me at halftime. You'll hear me during the postgame. So, I mean, I'm going to have to work on Christmas Eve and be gone into the evening and pretty late at night. But that certainly beats, you know, being gone for five, six hours on On Christmas Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, without a doubt, man. So, that was the first thing. The second thing, really going to be selfish here. I, part of me wasn't worried. I did the math in my head. I'm not a math guy, but I did the math in my head, and I thought we should be safe. But I just wanted to be sure. I was a little worried that the NFL was going to do the schedule the last week of preseason in September thing. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And that the Steelers were going to have their last preseason game of the year on September first, mm-hmm. which is Labor the, Day weekend, right? Which is the date of the backyard brawl. Oh, that too, yeah, yeah, And, again, part of the broadca- broadcast right. production now, that means I would have to work and not be able to go to the backyard brawl. Yeah. So the first two things I was – I was the two things I was hoping for and looking for, mm-hmm. no Christmas Day game, no preseason game that week in September on, on September 1st, check and check. So I was – pretty happy about that but what say you mr first observation to the schedule man i always look at two things one is because i just love it the other one is because of my ptsd as it relates to football okay so i always look to see how many primetime games we get because you know the 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 max they schedule is five Five. and when i was in buffalo we never would get primetime games then it was the mandatory thursday night game and then when i came to pittsburgh it was like five 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 Five, always, sometimes even six when they flex you and then don't count the 425s either. It was always that type of energy. So I always wanted to check that out. And I was like, you know what? I like the primetime games. They're the true, not not the mid-tier primetime. That mm. 425 is like, it's like it's it's not really a primetime, but it morphs into a primetime. Sure, sure. But them 8 o'clockers, you know, 
And I was looking, I'm like, man, I'm liking what I'm seeing right there. I mean, obviously, you started out with an 8 o'clocker week three on the road in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Doesn't get any better than that, especially with all the fanfare and hype that they have over with their franchise right now. Then, take it into uh, October, you know, down in the MIA, yo. <laughs> Mr. Brian Flores is going to give everybody a tour of the, the, the Dolphins facility, let them know how he, how he get down out there, his favorite eat spots and stuff like that. So, I'm definitely eager to hear that. Then... Spending the block Cincinnati coming to town in November, prime tizzy, and then a back-to-back. Don't you love when you go back-to-back prime times? So you give me a little Sunday night, November 20th mm-hmm. versus the Bengals. Then after that, we're going to come back and go on Monday night, you know what I'm saying, versus the Colts. In Indianapolis, one of your favorite places to go to. I do love Indy. Great I mean, city. come on, man. It's nice food Great there city. as well, man. Come Great on city. now. And then the, the last one, man, the Immaculate. Oh, reception yeah. game. 50 years. Whew, 50 years. Time flies, I tell you. December 24th, right here at Heinz Field. That's the other one I'm excited about, oh, man. Oh, yeah. So I, th- that was my first observation, right? How many primetime games? Legitimate primetimes. Then after that, I wanted to know, do we got any 425s? Because, you know, I prefer 425 We've over 1 o'clock. Before. I'm a 425 guy. Love those, love those yeah. late afternoon kickoffs. One o'clock means I got to get up a little bit earlier uh-huh. than I would like to on a Sunday. Night, nighttime game, primetime yeah. game means you ain't getting as much sleep that Correct. night as you Correct. would like to. So, so you either lose one on the front end or you lose one on the back end. But the 425 is like that sweet spot. It's like the PB&J. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong. It's like it's a, like a cheese. It's like 3.30 college right. football kickoff. It's the best. It's the grilled cheese sandwich. You can't go wrong with a grilled cheese, all right? So when I noticed we didn't have any of those 425s or 415s or 405s, I was like, wow. I know. Wow, who does this? All prime time or all one o'clock? Who who schedules these games like this? What's up with that? What's <laughs> up with that? Who does this? Who who are you? It's funny. I noticed that too because I'm the same as you. Those it's are such my, an that's, extreme. It's my favorite time slot. Like when when I would see schedules with all these one o'clock games, like I said, it reminded me of when I was in Buffalo. Yep. And at best, you would get a four twenty five. But you know what it'd be four twenty five on the West Coast, mm. which is really what a one o'clock. One o'clock game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get your Thursday yeah. night primetime game you know, and you get your one West yeah. Coast trip. Absolutely, man. So for me, man, seeing this, <laughs> I was very surprised at how many primetime games we have in contrast to how many one o'clock kickoffs we have. But I also do like this, um, and this is like my last little observation. I know I said two, but I have to add a bonus one. I do like the fact that all of our games are on the East Coast. Notice that as well, man. We're not really doing a ton of traveling, man. But no, we in fact the Steelers, I believe, have yeah, the we're not doing a ton of traveling this uh, year, man. Least amount of travel in the National Football yeah. League. Every single game on the East Coast, they don't leave. Yeah, we the do time. not leave the East Coast. They don't bro. leave the time. There's yeah. no there's no leaving the East Coast time zone. Mm. That you know what? That is that's a nice welcome development. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm with you on that as well, too. Um and you get the Thursday night game out of the out of the way too. I, I do early. like the I, fact that that's early. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I like the fact that the Browns game week mm-hmm. three Thursday night, and it's at Cleveland too. Yeah, quick um, little bus ride, get it out the way. hundred yep. percent. And I think you know it's funny too. This is one of the things it feels like we've complained about a little bit over the last couple of years. And I say we, I don't mean you and I, I just mean fans. At, we at all large. in this one band, one We're sound. We're all in this together. One band, one sound. Uh, the bye week falls at a really nice spot, just about as uh, halfway through the season. I mean, week nine. That that's you know something that people oh the bye week's too early the bye week got moved the Steelers didn't get a bye week because of the COVID rescheduling bye week week nine right smack dab in the middle of the schedule lick your wounds reevaluate who knows what the quarterback situation looks like by then Uh, I think I think a lot of fans will be happy with the ones who put stock into that kind of thing will be happy with where the bye week falls 
as well. Yeah, and that'll be after two back-to-back road games as well, man. Which is... Going to Miami in prime time, then going to Philly, which we always know is a little uh, risque, to say the oh, least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to enjoy well, the fact holiday. that we got the little Bali. It's, ho- it's Halloween weekend. I know, that's Philly what I'm saying. Well, like, you know what that's going to be like. <laughs> that's going to be crazy. That's going to get weird out there at Lincoln Financial Stadium. Be or Lincoln Financial Ooh. Field. Lincoln Financial, Lincoln Financial Field. Field, yeah. Ooh. That's one of the ones, man. Ooh. That is, one of the that is one of the ones. I wish I could go to. But again, I ain't going to be able to go to any games this year. Of course you wish you could go. I'm going to be in the go. DVE studios of course across you the wish. hallway. And you'll rock your Kelly Green sweatshirt, Big huh? time. Oh, would you stop I it? I know how you get down. Would you stop it? Uh-huh. You and B-Doc would be going to Del Frisco's. I only uh-huh. have. <laughs> it's cool. I know I know how you and your boy get down. I ain't got no Midnight Green. Mm-hmm. I do have one Sixers t-shirt. That's it. Oh, and their wow. season's over as of last night. So, this is very true. I mean, I can, put that, I can put that thing away for a while. Um, another thing that was widely discussed, uh, Motsi, across the internet spheres last night across Steeler land, um, eighth straight year, the Steelers start on the road. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, the last time a, we started a at home, substantial number. Last time we started at home, I, I was think there. it was, uh, 14, right? It was the Pouncey injury game, I believe. Wasn't it? Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Or was that the year before? No, that was the year before. Okay. La- okay. Yeah, because I was that was at Tennessee. Last that one was, was would have been twenty fourteen. Okay, my first year here when Cleveland came. Other than that, we've been on the That's road right. every year. That's right. Yeah, that was the the AB um, kick the punter in the face game. This is Sparta. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, because other than that, we always were on the road, man. Whether it was opening up on Thursday night against New England, mm-hmm. opening up. Um, let me think. Where were we after that? Jeez, now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, come man. On. Don't come you love on, when I draw a blink like you that, man? Come on. I ain't about to try and play that game. Come on. I'll just type it in. You got it's it. That, it's always simpler that way, right? It is always simpler it's that always way. It's always simpler you that know, way. I, that's one of those things, too. That that number does start to pop eight mm-hmm. straight years on the road. A few years ago when people were like, oh, it's five straight years that the Steelers have started. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be like. Oh, yeah, at Washington in, uh, oh, in 2016. that was the AB, AB twerk game. Absolutely, the, the twerk game. Yep, with the, Kirk we'll Cousins. call it the twerk game. And in yep. 2017, on the road, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Mm, the yeah. tie game. No, no, no. That was the last one we won. We won that one. Okay. That was um, that was TJ's rookie year. Yeah, seventeen. That'd have been TJ's rookie year, because James Conner was hurt. Remember, James didn't play that first year. He played that second year. Eighteen. Yeah. So seventeen. We have yep, twenty-one. Eighteen. Won that. Then uh, had Minnesota come into town. Then Chicago. Oh yeah, that was that year. <laughs> oh, never mind. I digress. Thirteen and three. <laughs> nice regular season. No, no, no. I, mean, I was just thinking oh, about yeah, something else happened. Okay. No, no. I was in the first couple of games. I was like, oh, oh, you said Chicago. It just triggers. So I was like, oh, <laughs> start hearing the national anthem playing in my head. Mozi can't, Mozi can't listen. Mozi can't listen to Kanye anymore because every time Kanye says Chicago, yeah, I'm like, oh, big fella, wait a minute. He gets the shakes. Wait a minute. Eight straight years. You know, when it was like I said, when it was five years. Okay, but as cute. that number continues to grow, yeah. six, seven, eight. I mean, that's is that significant? You're the former, you're the decade of NFL yeah. experience here. Is that significant? Um, yes and no. Uh, yes, because it does make it difficult. You know, when you're trying to, especially with a young team like how the Steelers are going to have this year, keeping them at home as much as possible is the easiest and the best scenario because you don't have to worry about number one keeping them out of trouble mm. in hotel rooms in foreign cities because we know young players like to have fun. It is what it is. But then you also lose a little bit of the stress of, hey, who's trying to come to the game? What's the tick situation looking like? At home, it's a lot simpler just because you know everybody's here. You you handle right. all of that two, three days in advance, whereas when you're on the road, 
it's just a lot more that you're thinking about, Someone's a lot more that you're you dealing with. 24 hours yeah. before and then off. And then yeah. also getting your routine in terms of, okay, do you see your chiropractor? Do you see your masseuse on Saturdays? Well, it's different when you're traveling. You don't get that luxury now. You need to go see them a little bit early or you got to bring them out there with you. Mm-hmm. All of these things are a little bit different. Like I said, for a week one, it does have a negative effect in that element of it. But then at the same time, I say um, that it doesn't have a crazy effect either because it's still just football. And if you're prepared the way that you're supposed to be prepared, you're going to go out there and execute. I mean, it's always nerve-wracking that first week because you just never know. Preseason is one thing, but you know when the season starts, you don't know what's going to happen, who's going to look like what, what type of adversity you're going to face, what type of success you're going to face in that opener. But you know it's going to be a wave of emotions, and you just hope that you can ride it until the fourth quarter where then you're hoping that everybody has settled in all the way. Because, I mean, think about the excitement that we have just talking about the release of the schedule. When week one happens, as a player – it's heightened. It's a thousand times, you, you know, greater for the real thing for absolutely, for months at that man, yeah. absolutely. Hitting so, your teammates going through the preseason mm-hmm. motions, you're you're ready for the real thing. Yeah, and in this particular instance, I do think that it's a little bit more challenging just because of the opponent you're facing, Cincinnati, who was the AFC Super Bowl representative. Place will be charged up. They have Super Bowl aspirations. They're bringing back a really loaded team, a young team as well, and a team that. If we're being frank about it, kicked the Steelers' butts two times last year. Right, they not, feel like the guard has changed. The truth, yeah. They feel like the the power paradigm has shifted, and I do think that that element, when we're talking about our quarterback situation, and who is the guy? Is it Kenny, rookie quarterback, making his first start on the road in Cincinnati? It's a very hostile environment. Are we talking about Mitch trying to do the same thing in terms of making his first start as a Steeler hostile road? We know what happened last time Mason started in Cincinnati. Hostile environment. Didn't it go so well? Mm. So it's a lot, you know, riding, especially when you're talking about a division opponent, too. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, it's a, it's a lot that goes into that, man. You want to start the off on a good note there, not, you know, not a step behind. Yeah. And that, like I said, not just the matter of wins and losses, but when it's a division team, you know it, it essentially counts twice. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have to get more of those than you lose. Absolutely. And our division isn't slouch. So. No, it certainly is yeah. not. You're going to see those guys early, too, because you get you get Cincinnati on the road to start the season, and then yeah. two weeks later on a Thursday, on a short week, mm-hmm. you got the Browns, both of those games on the road. Now, how do you feel about it being five AFC opponents to start the season out? Because we know, obviously, when it comes to wins yeah. and losses, you can take NFC losses, and they don't hurt you as bad as these AFC ones do. But I'm, to start it out your first five weeks. I'm glad you brought that up. That... That, to me, puts more, if it was even possible, more eyeballs, more attention on the quarterback conversation and the quarterback competition in camp and throughout the preseason because your schedule is tough early on. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and try and talk up the Jets as being world beaters, all right? But Bengals, Patriots, Browns, then the Jets, Bills, and you if you want to throw that sixth game in there, because, you know, I said you can't do quarters of the season mm-hmm. anymore, but you could do thirds, I guess, mm-hmm. technically, now if you include the bye week. Um, Buccaneers as well, too, and Tom Brady and a team that has, you know, won the Super Bowl two years ago and was very good again last year, lost to the eventual Super Bowl champions in a, in a crazy game in the playoffs. You better... And as I say this, I'm laughing to myself because mm-hmm. I know it's probably real unrealistic, but you you better have some identity on that offense early in the season. Because if you don't and you're just completely trying to figure it out and, and the quarterback situation and the offensive line coming together and the delegation of the wide receivers and all that, 
I mean, those first six games, you could look up and be two and four. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're really fighting and climbing an uphill battle the rest of the season. Yeah. It's one of those things, like I said, I'm very optimistic about these opponents because none of them make you feel like they're invincible. Agreed with but that. But at the same time, the uncertainty surrounding us is the part for me where it causes a little bit of hesitation. I mean, once we see these guys in training camp, once we see these guys in the preseason, I think that will start to you know, calm us a little bit and make us feel a lot more comfortable, even more optimistic about our guys right now. But, you know, outside of that, man, I do think that it's still very a, a very favorable situation for this team, though. Yeah, I agree with you. You've heard what we have to think. You know where you can get involved. Get those tweets in now with your thoughts, your comments, your concerns, your reactions to the Steelers' schedule dropping last night. But, Motsi, before we go to break here, uh, I mean, we got to hear from the most important opinion. You're talking about the head honcho? I'm talking about the head Mr. honcho Uno. of all the head honchos. The check writer himself? Art Rooney II? Hey, now. Team owner, team president. He sat down with Missy Matthews yesterday to give his thoughts on the Pittsburgh Steelers' 2022 schedule. All right, Art, the 2022 schedule has been released. I have to start with week one, the eighth straight season starting on the road. Is there anything we can do to start at Heinz Field? Well, uh, we, we've been on the road a lot, that's for sure. I think uh, we, we need to talk to the Pirates about their schedule. I think that contributes to it a little bit. But, uh, you know, we're, we have, we're open up against an, another tough AFC opponent like last year, a division game, so uh, Super Bowl uh, attendance and, and uh, you know, the, the Bengals will be, uh, it'll be a big game for them. And so it'll be a challenge. Christmas Eve will be very special, a night game. The Raiders coming to town a day after the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. What do you envision that night being like? You know, we're excited about it. We've been talking about that for a while. Uh, Franco's been talking to me about it for a while <laughs> now. So uh, we're going to have some celebrations to, to mark the occasion on, on Friday the 23rd uh, out at the uh, historical marker right there uh, outside the stadium. And then, uh, you know, we'll have Franco and some of his teammates in town to, to celebrate the occasion on, uh, on uh, Christmas Eve night. And maybe even some Raiders will be in attendance. You never know. Oh, okay. We'll stay tuned for that. Any other special themes throughout the season or maybe uniforms that you can give us a hint about or maybe tell us about? We're going to be uh, uh, announcing our, our schedule as far as a, uh, an alumni weekend, which will probably be in the middle of the season. Uh, and our Hall of Honor game, which will also probably be in the middle of the season. So, uh, you know, a lot of, lot of different pieces that we'll be coming out with soon. But uh, certainly the, the Immaculate Reception anniversary is, uh, in terms of uh, things to celebrate is kind of the highlight of the home schedule. Absolutely. Five primetime games. Steelers are not strangers to that. But there is that one little stretch, back-to-back uh, primetime games, week 11 and 12. Is that probably the toughest stretch, or what do you think overall where this, the schedule gets a little crazy? You know, I, I would say in general the, the schedule is fairly balanced, and, and uh, other than that little section where we have two primetime games in, in a row, uh, you know, I can't complain too much about the way that it, it lays out. Uh, you know, we don't have any real long trips, so, so that helps. Mm-hmm. And uh, so all, all in all, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, just travel-wise, it, it worked out pretty well. In terms of something new the NFL is doing, the TBD, the Steelers' Week 18 game against Cleveland, um, do you like that they're kind of waiting to see, you know, what teams are in the playoff hunt and whatnot, or do you like how they used to do it where they changed it when they needed to? 
Well, it, it, the sooner we can find out we don't have a Sunday night game, the better uh, that weekend. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, it, it goes down to the end of the season usually for that information. So, uh, you know, it's, it, everybody's in the same boat, so we, we can't complain. And they, you know, they wind up putting on a, you know, an important game. And, uh, you know, I guess last year that turned out to be a game that was pretty important to us. So yes, indeed. <laughs> it was, uh, the season went down to overtime. So hopefully it doesn't come down to that again. I'm with you on that. Thanks for your time, Art. Great. Great to be with you. So, Arthur Motes. Uh, that was Shots fired. Mr. Rooney, Art Rooney the second team president, team owner there. Did, was, was that Shots a, fired. Was that, the, you know, we, we've made this joke. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of references. There's a lot of inside jokes here on this show. Mm-hmm. One of them is, whose car are we taking? Yeah. Which is the line from the town. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner, I need your help. We're going to hurt some people. You can't ask me mm-hmm. about this. We're never going to talk about it again. Whose car are we taking? Mm-hmm. Did, did Mr. Rooney just <laughs> yep, sure did. ask us to whose car are we taking, you, the Pittsburgh Pirates? You better believe it. I tell him I'll meet him down there. Don't, don't worry. I got you. Yeah. If Mr. Rooney going, I'm going. I'm rolling. I'm definitely rolling. <laughs> I said, man, the first 30 seconds, that's what he hit him with? We need yeah, to talk Pirates, to the Pirates, you know, man. This, this Pirates schedule are keeping. You can't have two events at the same time on the North Shore. Jeez. That part of it makes sense. This is all a very simple conclusion. Who's the bigger event, though? Who's the bigger event? (laughs) That's a funny question. Come on, man. Which event will bring in more moolah, more paper? (laughs) One Steelers game or an entire Pittsburgh Pirates season? Ha ha. Um, I mean, pretty simple solution. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Rooney, it's just time to buy the Pirates. Then he can. Then he could say he makes the schedule for both teams and problem solved. Well, I did see that there is currently not a rule that says you cannot own two. Professional sports teams. I don't think you can in the same league, right? But in separate leagues, Correct. you absolutely can. Yes, uh, the Pagulas in Buffalo. They own the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Sabres. Fenway Sports Group owns the Red Sox and yeah, the Penguins. absolutely. LeBron James. Uh, Stan Kroenke owns the L.A. Rams mm-hmm. and the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, see? And I think the Rockies as well, too. See, because Bron has, what, the Pirates? I mean, no, he has the Pins. Oh, that's right. He has the Sox. Uh-huh. And he has uh, Liverpool. Man- uh, Liverpool. I was going to say Manchester. Excuse me. On that. I Liverpool. was sticking with America. Yeah. But, yeah, because Fenway Sports Group owns Liverpool yeah. as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you absolutely can do that. <laughs> that would be a, that'd be a boss move right there. He that'd definitely be. has the paper for that'd it. Be a, that'd be a power move right Mr. there. Mr. Rooney, I know you got that paper on you now. <laughs> we got some tweets, some questions, some thoughts from you guys as it relates to the schedule. We'll get to those on the other side. We will also, you know what Arthur Motes and I have to do. Uh-oh. We have to go down the schedule, and we have to go uh, win, win, loss, win, loss, loss, All win. All I do yeah. is win, 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 no matter what. Tie. My money in my mind, I can never get enough. All right, I got them at 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. And every time I, I step up, I got him at eight, seven, and two. Everybody at Hinesville goes up, uh, and they stay there. Huh. That's what that's what I'm about to predict in the next segment. Two ties for the Steelers this season. All they do is win, win, win. <laughs> we'll give our record predictions, our very early, way too premature record predictions. Now, as are we going to get to do this requisite. on multiple times? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, just checking. It's rec- it's a requisite part of working in football content okay. that you have to do it today and then before the season starts. Yes. And then maybe again before the season starts. Yes. So all that on the board. We'll also talk to our buddy Brian Backo in about a half an hour from now. So you know where to get at us if you want to get involved. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.